Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the ID10T podcast number 1001. Um... I'll be in Nashville and Salt Lake City at the end of May and beginning of June, respectively. So go to ID10T.com to get tickets to those stand-up shows at uh, Zany's and Wise Guys, respectively. And also, speaking of comedy, uh, my pal Jay Mandiam, who had done At Midnight, um, and is just a really sweet guy and really funny, is uh, headlining for the very first time uh, at Caroline's. In New York, May 21st. It's his first headlining gig, and I'm very excited and proud of him. And uh, go see him. Go support breakout artists. Go support comedy. Go support emerging comedian talents. The stars of tomorrow. Uh, But Jay's great. So go see him if you're in New York, May 21st at Caroline's. You can go to – and Caroline's is an amazing club. I'll be there in the fall. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, also let's talk about you, the ID10T community who can send events at ID10T.com. Uh, like Melissa who writes, my husband and I have started an indie bookshop in my hometown of Springfield, Ohio called Raven Books. We have over 50,000 books that are either new, used, rare, antiquarium, uh, in-store, which include a smashingly awesome science fiction room. And every July, we host a Harry Potter-a-thon, where we celebrate all things Potter with party prizes, merchandise, and, of course, the books in abundance. Dave and I have dedicated ourselves to not only reading great books, but sharing our love of the written word with everyone else. We're the only bookstore in town, and we need nerd support. Raven Books is located at 4732 East National Road, Springfield, Ohio, just off I-70. Uh, Tuesday through Sunday, 10 to 7 are the hours. Check it out. Also, Victoria writes, I ride on the main attraction drill team. We're a group of ladies who love horses and uh, entertaining people. If we raise any money performing, we donate half to charity. Our youngest rider is 14 to our most experienced member coming in at 68 years young. This year is the 80th anniversary of the original Wizard of Oz movie, and we're uh, doing a, skill, a skit drill to it. We're performing at the William Shatner Charity Horse Show on June 1st. Please check us out on Instagram, uh, Main Attraction Drill. That's M-A-N-E, Attraction Drill, uh, and on Facebook and YouTube as well. Uh, that's events at ID10T.com. For your thing that you've made or someone else's thing that you want to share with the world, this episode is Matthew Gray Goobler, who is 
just um, a delightful, delightful heaping of happiness pie. He is just the sweetest. He's such a wonderful guy. He's so funny and talented and just all the things you would want to be, all the things you'd want to bring home to mom. And he's promoting his new children's book, Rumpel Buttercup, A Story of Bananas, Belongings, and uh, Being Yourself, which he wrote and illustrated. He has an amazing work ethic, which you're going to hear about during the show. He is just a, he's a supernova of creativity. And the final season of Criminal Minds is on CBS, 15 seasons. And uh, anyway, Matthew's a sweet guy, and I'm I'm just I'm proud to be his friend. And uh, this is a really this is a love fest episode. So if you're in a grouchy mood and you want to get cheered up by positivity, and this is for you, if you're in a grouchy mood and you want to stay in a grouchy mood, then maybe uh, put this off to later. If you're in a grouchy mood and you just want to hate on people who are in good moods. <laughs> then maybe listen to it. <laughs> so there you go. Those are your options. Uh, this is the Eddie Tenty Podcast number 1001 with Matthew Gray Goobler. Let's roll it. Initiating ID10T protocol. Matthew, yeah, Lydia had said... Uh, Tell her hello for me. Yeah, we did a really fun sh- couple... We've actually worked together, she and I, a few times, but we did a f- short film... She said Johnny Knoxville was in it. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. It was really cool, man. Yeah, because she was just... Last night she was like, who's going to be on the podcast? And I go, oh, this is an actor named Matthew Gray Google. I did a show! Yeah. Oh my God, I can't she's believe... She's so cool. I yeah, know. She's, she's, she's the great. best. She's Congratulations, great. man. Congratulations your, to you. Your Instagram makes me so happy. It's like you in love, <laughs> you with a giant tauntaun... You with a duck. This <laughs> is yeah. an oscillated turkey. I've never seen an oscillated turkey. It's, what is going on? So he's got... It's, it's basically he has a blue head and, yeah. uh, and, a, and a multicolored plumage. Yeah. Um, I call him a theater turkey. Uh, he's definitely a theater turkey. Because... Like, I'm closing your door. Yo, please, go ahead. Close it. Now, yeah. Now, now. Yeah, now, now. Let's start this. Give me the Lando Calrissian. Now, out of the earshot of publicists. Yeah. Ooh, no one knows. No one it. knows what we're talking about. Yeah, so he's an oscillated... <laughs> An oscillated turkey. turkey. Oh, you okay, brother? Oh my gosh, just, I'm just so You guys can't so see beautiful. this at home, but Chris is crying at beauty. So He's so touched by this bird's plumage. He's just so beautiful. Um, we dare not speak his name. No, don't say it twice. You'll, he'll show up behind you in a bathroom mirror. He's the candy man of turkeys. <laughs> yeah, he's the candy man of turkeys. <laughs> Everyone knows that about the oscillated turkey. I mean, listen, uh, I, I think yeah. you just did at midnight once, right? I did, you know what's so sad? I had the best time of my life. You were, you were great on it. Thank you, Bert. I was very nervous. I'm, I'm a big fan of yours and everyone on the show. That night it was Whitney and it was Nick uh, yeah. Swartzen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was so nervous because I hold you guys in such high regard. I got to be on it. We had a blast. I got I talked Nick into wearing a matching turtleneck with yes. me. But then I was so dreaming, like every day I'm like, I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna beg Chris to let me back on. And then when I finally had time in my schedule, uh, my agent was like, eh, that show's gone. And I was like, No! That's over. That was the only time, that was the last time I had fun on TV. Not every show runs for fifteen seasons. Did you oh that's been a while. Wait, how yeah, thank yeah. thank you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's how, been a long run. We did that show for four years. Yeah. And we did six hundred episodes. You were the James Brown of nerds. 
Have you ever heard that before? Can I coin that? That just came sure. to me. Yes, okay. You, you would literally. You what don't you do? So it's so when I'm leaving a building, does someone throw like a Han Solo capo exactly. or, yeah, or, yeah. or I'm not, not Orlando the, the Lando capo? capo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's what it would. That's what it would be. I don't know. Like yeah, because the. What I've been trying to do lately is figure out the work-life balance because at a certain point – But you love like, what you do. It is life, right? Is that the thing? Because I is, clearly love what you do. I do, but then it's all – but then I have a great wife. And so it's like, yeah. well, I don't oh, want to yeah. – I want to see my friends. I want to be social. Of I course. Wanna... But if your friends – you know what I've done with my life? A trick, a little trick. I – all of my friends I work with now or right. I've become friends with or the friends from old days are now working. We're making stuff together. So, yeah. so that's the best way to balance it. And my dad and my mom. That's nice. Yeah. That's what is really nice though. I mean it's – it's it, it, but you, you can get so caught up in work yeah. that you just – I know. You unquestionably no. just yeah. work, 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 and then months go by. Oh, I know. And, and like, oh my God, I you're like frozen in carbonite. <laughs> but here's – yeah, you know this feeling because you – obviously, like I this whole week I've been living in this Rumple Buttercup costume and I have not like answered a text. Like I, I – my mom and dad, I quickly respond. It's like the only two that I look at. But then everyone else, I just – I don't have – it's been – I've been – sleeping like three hours a night living out of a suitcase mm-hmm. so I don't have a social life right which is sort of sad and my friends now as yours do I'm sure as well understand like oh they vanish for little periods of time sure. when they're deep in the maelstrom yeah people of, people do like we yeah. do kind of have that there's there's a very sort of um, a transient kind of a carny with, yeah, the, yeah. carny with a dental plan yes is yes that what yes, you say? yes 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 <laughs> carny, carny with a de- carny with nice shoes <laughs> carny basically. with very nice shoes I yeah. nice shoes I mean the, the shoes are these actually yeah these, these shoes are very fancy they're uh, oh my god! They're Walking Dead they're, edition. He, uh, he's wearing uh, leopard leopard print platform shoes. You guys can't see. I'm joking. With, You're wearing very cool tennis with shoes with the dead goldfish in there. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, the, it's floating. Yeah, yeah. Like the disco stew shoes. But your Instagram has been really. Your Instagram is always really sweet, but especially just going around and just how happy people are to see you with the costume. It's such a great joy to have this to get to write this book and everything. But to get to like go, I've been reading at elementary schools. I went into an elementary school yesterday in in uh, Marengo, South Pasadena. The entire the two hundred seat auditorium was filled with kids that had handmade bananas out of construction paper <laughs> and were wearing them on their heads. And one of them, my character, has a floating eyeball. One yeah. of the kids had an eyeball floating off of her head, made with construction paper and a pipe cleaner. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's so sweet. That's pretty sweet. I, I mean, you do a lot of things. Yeah, but you do a lot of things really well. Mediocrely. No, <laughs> yeah, no. your painting is amazing. Oh, thank you, brother. It's thank amazing. You. Thank you very much. And uh, I don't know. There's just yeah. like you're just one of those guys that like I don't know you just you just do a, you, you're good at a lot of stuff and oh. so then the question is how do you know what to focus on do you just sort that, of focus on whatever you're inspired by day to day that's a really good I have the same question for you because you, you're you're amazing at everything too you're a renaissance man and I don't know it's funny I whenever I'm doing anything I, I just I don't know how to not give 110% um, which, which is sometimes a bad thing <laughs> Sometimes I, I, like I break my knee. Sometimes I broke my knee dancing in a movie one time. I like to give it my all, and the channels. I want to try everything. I want to do everything. I, I, you know, I got. I, I, my focus most of my life was uh, being a magician when I was younger, which then translated into being a filmmaker, which was like sort of to me the ultimate magic. And then that led me down a path to becoming an actor, which I really enjoy, and to doing all these into painting, which I had, I had a lot of downtime on set, so I would start to like make drawings and paintings and. I kind of just try to follow – I never try to pinpoint myself into any one box, 
but more of a radius, a circular radius that I can hopefully operate in and just try to do whatever in the day feels great. I try to make something new every day. That's good because I also really enjoy the depressed job. Oh, 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 Chris, Chris, I'm giving you a hug. So that's my favorite. And I've been doing these like really fun signings and everything. And whenever someone in the nice audience hug. mentions depressed Jonathan, it's like there was dude, one that fucking oh, killed thank me because you, brother. you you were talking about something and then you went and then you were like, I'm going to go to sleep. And, and the eyes were, were open, eyes were open yeah. and you just I, started mouth snoring I, and my fucking laugh oh, so hard. Brother, I, those mean, I'm so, I'm, thank you. That means that you're a comedic genius and like, <laughs> I don't dude, know about that. no, the depressed Jonathan, you ever get a little blue when you're doing a podcast with a guy you really admire <laughs> and then you realize that you drank too much water. You got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, dude, I'm so <laughs> flattered that you even know D. DJ, DJ is DJ John. is Def DJ John. Yeah, D, is DJ purely uh, a comedic entity? Because to me, yeah. it feels like there's there's also something yeah. like an authentic piece of him is just like <laughs> you know Matthew just he just wants to reach out to people in a way and my, just kind of you know oh, thank you that's it you know I everyone gets a little blue sometimes and my hope with everything I do and um, is to you know if you can smile at something like my hope my sincere hope is that on my deathbed I'm laughing so hard that I die, <laughs> you die, you die and laughing. so whenever someone's like oh I'm depressed or something my you know, I, I think looking for those rays of optimism is the most important thing and something I hope to do in all of the things I make, whether it's as an actor or a writer or a director. And with with Depressed Jonathan, it was just hopefully making people who feel blue. I, I targeted it at holidays because I know that holidays – I love holidays. I'm a big fan of any reason to celebrate. But I know that it's also sometimes people get kind of bummed out during the holidays. Sure. So I thought about creating a character that like e- after each holiday, including Arbor Day, Memorial Day, he posts <laughs> something about why why it was sad but why he made the most of it. Whether right. it was being born in a bucket on the Fremont Street or whether it was – you know, waking up in a garbage trash can on Valentine's Day and just hopefully making people that didn't have a good Valentine's Day know that depressed Jonathan didn't and he's still smiling even though he can't blink. I also – I didn't realize I never blinked in those. I think I'm a method actor. I I, I posted like 10 of them before someone's like – you go with 65 seconds without blinking. <laughs> and I didn't know. I just the, – the character never thought to blink. And now I'm permanently uh, blind. I can't see anymore. I can't, I can't legally drive. Because, but it's yeah. worth it. It was worth it because the videos are great. Dude, Chris, that's the sweetest thing anyone's ever said. Well, I mean it's – you know, this I, – I, what I enjoy about your Instagram feed is that I feel like you use social media in the best way. Oh. To make people happy and to, you know, it's like, it, it's just very, it's really joyful. Like Aww. there's a relentless optimism behind Thank it, which you. I think is very antithetical to yeah. what is, you know, seems to be very popular yeah. online. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. it's just like, I think oh, people yeah. just need a break from all the other stuff. Dude, well, your, yours provides that as well. I love everything you post. And, you know, my dream has always been like, there's always these like paparazzi magazines about this celebrity didn't hug his kid goodbye at school. <laughs> I want you and me to start the, the magazine that's like, hey, this guy let an old lady cut in front of him in line. Yeah, this, exactly. Oh, did you know that? Yeah. This, this celebrity couple's been married for 25 years. They're happy. Yeah. Here they yeah. are enjoying a nice, friendly sit-down <laughs> dinner with their family to, to talk Just about their day. <laughs> yeah. Here they are talking about feelings. What are we going to call the magazine? What do you want to call it? Sm- S- Smile Town? Uh, Smile Town? Smile? All right. Smile Town it is. Smile, Smile Town? Fa- Smile Town is good. Yeah, um, Smile Town's good. Smile yeah. Town's good. Uh, or like uh, Super In Touch. Super. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Hug. Just Hug, hug Magazine. Hug Magazine. Hug. 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 Hug Magazine. That's really nice. Yeah. Mm. Uh, stars, they're just like us. <laughs> they, uh, they, they're happily in love. You're so, your Instagram... 
brings me such joy. You're so madly in love with Lydia. She's the best. I love that. She's she the is. best. She how really do you? Is. How the fuck do you? How do I find? How do I can? How did I find? You're a ball. I'll tell you how. I know you're asking. You are a ray of sunshine, wrapped <laughs> Thank you. in a withered body. <laughs> You're beautiful. You're you, look, you look like a character that was cut out of Save by the Bell. You literally look like you're 11 years old. You have a cherubic innocence to you that I have not seen. And I've met Haley Joel Osment. You have? Twice. Yes. Well, He's a great I, guy. He, yeah. is, he is. I've met him too. He's really nice. Sweet. Very sweet. Earth's nerds need to unite. You know, Lids is, uh, I mean, <laughs> the fact that. We have the exact same. We like the exact same stuff. Yeah. I mean, we diverge a little bit. There's yeah. some. There's some. She prefers Halloween two to Halloween one. But you she, feel like yeah, yeah. <laughs> she actually she thinks that uh, yeah. You know, like our our uh, our arguments are things like. Um, she thinks the movie Wolf was a good movie, and I'm like, Lids. With, Tom, with uh, Jack Nicholson? Nicholson? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. Lids, it, was, it just doesn't work on a lot of levels. Like that's, that, uh, she's like, no, I think it's really good. And I'm like, you're yeah. a few years younger than I am. You saw it when you were younger. You probably had just, a bigger impact. You're more yeah, scared yeah, yeah. of wolves yeah. back yeah. then. But she, like, one of the horror movie props that she has downstairs is Jack Nicholson's face cat, like, like From Wolf. Wolf. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Because she thinks it's a, you know. A masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, to each their own. Yeah, but then, you know, but then yeah. a lot of other things we happen to agree on. She loves Ash. Ash versus we know Evil she Dead, loves uh, yeah. Army of Darkness yeah. and Ash versus Evil Dead. Do you prefer Evil Dead One to Evil Dead Two? Which is your preference? Well, I you know the, the thing yeah. the argument for Evil Dead One is, yeah, that, is it that it was so made by raw, 19, yeah by five nineteen year olds and like, they were literally like camping yeah. to protect all of their gear <laughs> while they were shooting in the forest. Yeah, and so. I think there are, I, there are merits to both. I love the idea that a second one was like, okay, now that we have now a little bit of money, money, we're going to make, make it funnier, yeah. more slapsticky. But yeah. so I think there, are, I honestly think there are pros and cons yeah. to, to both. You and you work, dude. Not to not to jump in. You worked with Rob Zombie, which I'm very curious about. I did, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, I've never met him, but oh, again, he's the best. I, yeah, I can imagine you, his casting is spectacular. Yes, he always finds the the nuggets, the gems. The people that can't be replicated and puts them in his movies, and I really applaud. That. And he is also an insanely good artist. Like, I know, and everything. I like his music. I like his hair. And he has a good work <laughs> like ethic. He has you a know, lagoon at his house. You yeah. guys, I think you guys would really would really like each other. Uh-huh. He, uh, we became friends when I was working at MTV. I met Rob. This is really dated. At the Wait, when you were at MTV, was Jesse a VJ? Je- uh, he might have. Do you remember Jesse? Yeah, I remember Jesse. Whatever Kent. happened to him? I love that guy. I don't know. He had won the VJ contest. Yeah, I thought he was so cool. He was like, hey, How did he be a VJ? I can't remember what the years were for that. I'm Jesse, man. I was. I had just started working at MTV in late 1994, and in 1995, I did. I was <clears throat> doing correspondent stuff at the Video Music Awards. Yeah, hosted by Dennis Miller. Just oh to, yeah, just to date it. And Rob was there with White Zombie, and. You know, like, I just expected him to be this, like, fucking rock star. Yeah, man. And he ended up... We so ended sweet. Up a sweetheart. We were laughing so well, hard, just sort of making fun of everything. And then we just became friends, like, right then and there. You know how it is. I'm sure your experience has been the same. The people that are mired in the world of, like, I love horror movies, those people... Who, everyone always thinks are like this. Oh, they must be scary and crazy. They're always the sweetest, yeah. the nicest. Alice Cooper, it's nicest like, guy. No, exactly. Ozzy Osbourne, nice guy. Yeah. Jeffrey you know. Dahmer, not so not nice. So nice but not so nice, but a great films. makes a great meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't make films, but um, <laughs> no, it's films. it's always the case, and I love that. Yeah, and, and I it's also the imagination. Find- it's anyone with imagination, and I think to be in the horror world, you've got to have a little sense of childlike wonder. Well, and also yeah. in the horror world, 
it's very because most horror films are not huge blockbusters, and so most horror films are made out out of, yeah. out of love and mm-hmm. care and passion and by people who truly love the genre, and and so uh, you know it, it's like they're. Their egos don't necessarily have a chance to play into it because Their you know, love of it they have no first. money to make a movie yeah. and they have to think outside the box to create the scare. So, What's your favorite horror movie? <clears throat> oh, God. I know. I think it's tough. Top three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, I'm always going to be a fan of Phantasm because it was the first yeah. horror movie that I saw when I was a, when mm. I was a little kid. Um, oh, God. How old were you when you saw it? Like eight? I, I was yeah. probably 12. like six or seven. Whoa. And um, I saw it on, like, my parents were out for Halloween. It was Halloween night. I was on my TV. Parents went out. It was on HBO. And I had a babysitter and all Your the lights were out. Yeah, it was fucking terrifying. Like, yeah. I had nightmares about that. The, the tall the, man? The, the, fly, the tall oh, man yeah. and the flying ball and the mausoleum. That whole, like, yeah. just that stark mausoleum feel. And so, yeah, I'm a big fan of that. I mean, you know... But then I, you know, but then you got to throw in stuff like Shaun of the Dead. Like, you know, yeah. like you have to, you know, Zombieland was great. Like, I yeah. like horror comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, horror, horror. I don't know. There's, uh, like, every, you know, Korean horror is different than Japanese horror, yeah, which is different I know, than British funny? horror, which is now a Are you going to direct a movie? All these art- do you want to direct a movie? I do. I'm going to, no, but, but I want to. I want to. I've Can I take my shirt off right now? Sure, take it off. I'm yeah. real strong. I want to shave my muscles. <laughs> you like that? I've been yeah. offered yeah. the chance to direct a horror movie, um, but I haven't written it yet, so I don't know what it is. Write it. Write it. Or write it with someone. If you know what writing is, it's you might have you might suffer from a similar thing that I have. I love to make everything, um, and sometimes when you're doing everything and you have a lot of cool opportunities, you don't have that like six months to be alone. Writing is a very solitary thing. Why don't you take six months off and write a horror movie? <laughs> I like yeah, writing I think you'd with make a people, great one. though, you know? Get a, get a collaborator. Because what's fun about writing with people is it makes you accountable. Yeah. And I just – I like the collaborative experience because, you know, I like to do what comedians do, which is when they get around each other, they just one-up their jokes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it's sort of fun to – to try to impress, to, to try to, to, yeah, to, try to, to have fu- the... like the fucking around is fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like the you know going going somewhere and being isolated in a cabin and just like writing, yeah. writing, 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 writing. I just feel like it's like, that doesn't sound fun. Be a little to depressed, Jilo. You get a little blue when you're I writing can't. a horror movie all alone. I yeah, I don't. Wanna, <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? I can't believe you brought up him. I, that. Go I love to the that bathroom so in a bucket. Yeah, I go in a bathroom in a little barrel. Yeah, I feel bad. Should I make a compost heap? What do I do? to make what am I just to do with my life oh it's all gonna go it's all gonna go to shit just like this bucket yeah it's, it's like I think the press Jonathan is that is that voice in all of us it's that, that little guy that just makes yeah. you go like yeah. yeah you could go to the potty but who's gonna want to talk to you yeah. you know like yeah, I don't, yeah. it's just that just that little a little yeah. piece that needs the hug so yeah I do want to make hug. I do want to make a horror movie and, and, and Blumhouse has offered me the opportunity to do that and they're so great, I just man. I just have to do it I just have to sit do down it, and, dude. and do it it'd be fun I'm excited to see what your take on it would be I love because I know Rob Zombie's also an incredible horror fan. So to anyone that is a horror fan, watching his movies is like so much fun. But I yeah. know you would. I, I'd be interested to see what you did with the genre. I would be. I you know because it's it's so it's so easy to it's so easy to you know fall into tropes in horror. Yeah. And shortcuts. There's so many like shortcuts. There's so many story shortcuts. So it's like you want it to be different, but you but it's not. Yeah. You know, it's like it's very you, rare does Jordan uh, Peele come along and oh, redefine. Did you see, that was he's amazing. Did you yeah. see It Follows? Yeah, of course. I thought that was a real nice bend on yeah, everything. I was, was very impressed by that film. Yeah, as yeah. far as modern horror goes, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was. It definitely 
it's beautifully shot, and yeah, the soundtrack the was soundtrack. great, and the concept oh. was great, and super creepy and weird. And simple. It's that. That's the trick with everything. I mean, from John Carter, from Halloween in nineteen, you know, seventy eight to anything. The simplicity of it, I think. There works. has been yeah. a trend lately of what we, what Lydia and I call arty horror. Yeah, where. Which it's, ones would you fall? Would you put in that category? It's a, well, I don't want to say because I don't Hair, want it to sound yeah. like I'm shitting on Copy anything. That. Copy that. Copy uh, that. But it's but it's movies that where that just like really drag out the story, and I think the intent is yeah. to just is to increase the tension. Do you think it's like a, a little bit of the audition, the Japanese film, like the, which works so well, where it trying to tri- it draws you in, it tricks you, and then all of a sudden, holy smokes, Act Two is insane. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. It a which, little well, bit, maybe yeah, it's people I mean, that, capitalizing that, on that worked well. That's what Hereditary yeah. did, exactly. where it's like Hereditary. an hour yeah. of like, yeah. this, what is this weird family Whoa, drama? Odd. And, and then, then wow, all hey, of a sudden, it gets what's up? super crazy. Yeah, um, but some, but sometimes movies just drag out, and then nothing really happens, or the reveal is yeah. like, what? No, you need all uh, that for yeah. that. I, I don't <clears throat> don't look now. Then this the Italian horror film. Your biggest and a big responsibility that I feel as a director, as an entertainer, you're only and I respect all movies. Anyone that makes a movie, I love. Yeah. Even if I don't like it, because it's love hard it. to it's make a very movie. hard to make a movie. But you have a great. The only responsibility you have to the audience is to entertain them. <laughs> right. So I, I know I know the feeling. And to respect like, them. Yeah, you have to respect them and you have to give them a reason to get out of the house. Give them a reason to smile. Give them a reason to be scared. Any yeah. reason. And I know what you're saying. How many them. episodes of, of Criminal Minds have you directed? Like 10, I've done 11? 13. Damn. Yeah. That's a lot. That's crazy. That's like 13 hours. That's a, that's a that's a eight-hour movie. Yeah, I mean, you, at it. you I, definitely... Again, I studied... Filmmaking is my, my first passion after magic. And, uh, do you still and do magic? I do. I do magic... I do not as well. I need to. I, I want to practice it before I start coming in hard. You probably do magic as well. No, I'm not. I, oh. I, I just no. Yeah. But you, have you I done, love magic. Have you done Penn and Teller's show? Um, I was one of my first. My first times on stage when I was ten was with Penn and Teller. I was called up from the audience, and I and I was I was kind of I was on stage. I threw a dart. It landed between two cards. Penn asked me. Do you want to pick the four of diamonds or the queen of spades? And I said, since you told me to pick the four of diamonds before the show, I'm going to go with the four of diamonds. <laughs> and I look out at the audience, and it was completely stone silent. And I'm like, oh, that joke didn't land. And then Penn lovingly looked down at me from the nine feet perch that he's yeah. up because he's nine feet tall. And he said, say it again, kid. The mic is in my glasses. And he leaned down and I said it in the glasses and the audience, the audience laughed. I was, it was my first experience on stage. But I love Penn and Teller. I'm obsessed with them. Penn and Teller and Harry Anderson are my favorite magicians. Oh, poor. And Harry, yeah, yeah we lost Harry. He was one of the greatest. And his early stuff on SNL, when yeah. he was doing the con man things, he's such a special, unique talent. Yeah, they don't do that on SNL anymore. They I used know, to have that was the old days, on. yeah. Yeah. Joel Hodgson, like so many Everybody. comics used to come on and do sets, and then they they, the they killed that. I wish they'd bring that back. They should bring that back now that it's kind of gone through a big cycle. I they love, should. I, yeah, that'd be fun to go back to its roots. Discovering like there's not a, there's not a lot of discovery platforms for comedians on television. Well, Andy anymore. Kaufman was there. That's where his Mighty Mouse stuff was happening. Right. He got voted off. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. great. So directing is something yes. that you you've done a lot of Criminal Minds yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah, And then, but when are you, when are you going to start? Have you done a movie? I, so right now, well, I've been on Criminal Minds for 15 years. Yeah. So right out of film school, um, I was very fortunate to like, I, I worked for a director as an intern who then put me in a movie, kind of as a joke, playing an intern. And then that led to me, my directing agent saying like, well, you were in a movie, you were, you're an actor? I'm like, yeah, buddy. Even though I was like, oh, yeah, sure thing. This, yeah. And then um, he's like, try out for this TV show, Criminal Minds. And then I've been on Criminal Minds for 15 years. So I ha- And again, I give everything 110%. So it shoots 10, 11 months out of the year. So I only have one-month hiatuses where I try to do some fun indie films and things or make books like this. But now that the show is over in exactly three weeks – 
I'm uh, writing, co-writing, directing, and acting in a, a feature, which I'm really excited. Oh my god! So Criminal Minds yeah. is done. It's done. Yeah, we're, we're filming our last episode, our last day, May 10th. Oh, that's weird. I know it's kind of nuts. I mean, it's weird. Yeah. It was weird for me to finish at midnight after four years and go, "Oh my god!" But 15 years oh, yeah. is it's and also yeah, the, the crime drama schedule is such that it's like so different from like a lot of my friends are on three camera comedies. We film, you know, it's. 12 hour days every day for yeah. 15 years. So I'm going to like, I don't know what I'm going to do with all the free time. <laughs> make movies. Yeah. You'll, well, you'll make stuff. You'll fill yeah. that time oh, with yeah. creative energy. Oh man. And where does your, where, where, what is the core? Like if we could ring you out into a test tube and manufacture <laughs> more. The way I was born. I was born in a test tube. Li- so back in the test liquid tube. Liquid optimism yeah. to mm. fuel Hug Magazine. <laughs> what, uh, where, where does the, where does, where does this relentless optimism come from? Is it, is it innately or you or is it, a, is it like, it's, I choose this. It, I choose know, this life. It comes from an insane darkness. <laughs> a dark, I'm totally kidding. Um, I don't know where. I almost, I honestly identify, the characters I identify mo- most with in my life is every Disney princess mm-hmm. and Larry David. So somewhere between those two, <laughs> I, I, um, I, I don't. I think I have wonderfully supportive parents. I was very odd growing up, and I kind of knew from an early age that I, I was like uh, different and not like the people that would kick me in the stomach yeah. <laughs> every day at school. But from that, I kind of I was very. It taught me to like early on not really worry about what people were thinking, and I've always felt really encouraged by my parents and family who laughed at all my jokes. And I just always – I don't know. I just feel like if you get – if you can choose between smiling or frowning, you should always make someone smile. And that's my only hope with everything I do is to, to, to make a laugh. I think it's the most holy thing, not to be all crazy, but like the sound of laughter is – you can't even it, – it translates to every country. And also people falling downstairs is very fun. <laughs> I don't know why I that. But like someone falls downstairs. There's no subtitle you need. There's no movie post you need to pitch it. It's just inherently funny. And yeah. I think that's something that connects everybody and it's what I strive for in every – moment of my life even when i'm alone i'm like hilariously laughing to myself i should be locked up is what i'm getting at can you that, can you that, commit me to bed no that, <laughs> yeah. no honestly i like whatever whatever happy virus you have i wish we could release it <laughs> it's hepatitis c <laughs> hey you got i'm joking i don't have hep hepatitis c. comedy yeah yeah it's a, yeah comedy <laughs> that's the c stands for comedy yeah we got to rename this disease i mean listen if there was like the opposite of a zombie virus which yeah, basically oh like, i like let's do that make that your horror movie it's the giggles Everyone, get, everyone starts to uh, just to laugh so hard. That's take not a bad it, idea. take it and run with it, That's brother. Not a bad I don't idea. believe in copywriting ideas. It's the take opposite it. of a zombie. It's yeah, the it's, it's everybody's a, a happiness apocalypse. You as a comedian too are uniquely suited to make this movie. I'm serious. Run with that, brother. I mean, I'd be honored. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in and pitch it. Yeah. It's a happiness apocalypse. Get the fuck Jay, out of yeah, my Blum, office. Blum is like out, out, get, get out. Because <laughs> it's like you're trying to come up with a pitch that makes. That's so concise and makes sense where it's I like, know. you know, because they did the Purge series and it's like, yep, you can even work that, that, one that night. pitch right there. Oh, yeah. one night all crime is legal for 12 hours. Brilliant. One, one family Brilliant. is, you know, yeah. like trying to deal with that. Oh, God, that's fucking great. You know, yep. but I don't know what that one pitch is, except maybe it is the happiness apocalypse. Go with it, man. I'm excited for you to make a movie, dude. You're so know. damn we'll talented. Well, I appreciate that. You, and what's I, up? You're still doing stand up all the time. You never stop working. What do you no, do? When's the yeah, last time you saw Lydia? Thankfully, just like an hour okay, ago. Okay, good. Um, Give her my love. I will. Well, she yeah. should be home soon. Oh, nice. Oh, she is home right now. Oh, cool. Yeah, actually, she is home. So you'll get to see her before you leave. But um, yeah, I do stand. You know, I'm doing stand up. On I do stand up. When a lot did you of start weekends. doing stand up? 
The first time I did it was in college in... Like, Where'd you go to school? UCLA. I was denied from there. What? I was denied from everywhere. What? It's all good. It's all cool. Things worked yeah. out. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, things, things worked <laughs> out. You went to Criminal Minds University. Exactly. exactly. Uh, you're in the, you, have, you have tenure at Criminal Minds University. Yeah. Um, yeah, the first time I did it was in like 1991 or two at wow. UCLA. And then I didn't really do it again. I started doing it full time in 1998. So now it's been 20 What's years. your favorite thing to do? Like, if you could pick one, I know you do a lot. Like, is it like being on stage with a mic? Stand up is, is stand up is probably it because yeah. you, like, everything is satisfying. I'm, I'm curious to know your answer about this too because every creative thing is satisfying in a different way. Yeah. Drawing is fun. Um, uh, hosting shows is fun. Hosting different shows is fun in mm-hmm. different ways. Uh, improv is fun. Yeah. But stand up is like, it's the purest form of who of I am you. connecting yeah. to an audience in real time. Yeah. And it doesn't rely on anything one or anything else other than just me. Mm-hmm. And so, so lately I've been, um, I've been experimenting with, with writing and playing songs on stage. So oh, I just yes. enrolled in, uh, I've been taking piano lessons, but I also just enrolled in an extension course at Berkeley oh, school awesome. of music. I got denied guitar. from there too. <laughs> I was denied from all your schools that you go to. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> it's all right. Well, this isn't, anyone can take an extension course. Now I'm wearing like, a, I don't have yeah, to, you don't have to be good. Okay. I'll get in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. You can <laughs> they get somehow there. deny me. Yes. That'd be incredible. Sorry. What? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just like, why break a trend? Yeah. Why? Uh, but, uh, yeah. Cause I just want to learn now that I'm playing guitar on stage, which is a very scary thing, Yeah, which is why I force myself to do it. Um, now I really want to learn scales yeah. and shit. So oh, yeah. yeah, it's all fun. It's all fun in different ways, you know. So what is it for you? Like, what is your? Uh, what is the core of your favorite thing? It's so. It's 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 kind of whatever I'm doing in the moment. Someone though recently who knows me very well was like, I think this kid's book is the ultimate form of your expression because it's painting. It's a little bit of humor and optimism. It's story. It's optimism, which I take as a great compliment and the most satisfying thing that ever happened to me when I was making this book. It hadn't even come out yet. It's only been out for six days, but. Um, <laughs> This school on Instagram for for uh, mentally handicapped adults was doing like a twelve days of Rumple art exhibit where every day I saw that on your feed and it was the honestly I, I love you know every day feels like the best day of my life but like that was this the most heart touching thing that's ever it was like the people that understood it's like the reason I wrote the book was to make people feel welcomed and the fact that this school was, you know, effect was touched by it and I got to be a small part of their inspiration for that week or 12 days was like the best, it was the best feeling in the world. It felt like this, the, the, the high I get from making someone laugh times a thousand. Well, that, and that's, I, I also, yeah, because, you know, when people are, when people get pushed around, I've talked about this before, but yeah. when people get pushed around in grade school or they feel, I mean, a lot of people feel yeah, like yeah. exiled yeah, or not yeah. part of the group or, or whatever. And some people take that <clears throat> to a negative place and they yeah. re-express that exclusionary. Yeah. my art. Yeah. And I have always wanted to do the opposite, which is yes. I don't ever want anyone to feel that exactly, way. Exactly, brother. Include, I yeah, want to be man. inclusive and I want people to feel welcome. And... Um, you know, it that all that can be a tricky thing with comedy itself because yes, comedy yep. comedy does draw boundaries sometimes, yep. and it because yeah. there does there you know it's like there is kind of an us and them to to a kind of comedy. So figuring out how to not be that and no, be but you nail possible. it, and that's one of the reasons I'm a big fan of yours. You and I feel like we share a, a similar cuddly feeling. <laughs> you you know, to me, the most subversive comedy, and that's my fir- my first love is comedy. You, you, but the most subversive type is that which can make like my grandma laugh mm-hmm. and my nephew with the same joke. Yeah. That to me is actually, cause it's very, you know, it's obviously easy to come out there and be very specific and make 
oh, everyone that's from 20 to 30 and kind of pretentious will love this joke. Right. But if you can make everybody laugh, which you do all the time with everything you do, I think that's the biggest compliment to – Well, to and, I, and, and there's – and I actually think, you know, for the longest time – like uh, super cynical comedy was subversive, yeah. and I think because so much of our yeah. culture has become cynical, that I think the new subversive comedy is, is like kind of positive. Check it out, Mitch Hedberg just popped into my head. Yeah. Think of his jokes; those are funny for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was. Grace. He absolutely yeah. was. And and and, <clears throat> but so sad that he had so many oh, personal struggles that it, you know. So again, yeah. it's community is so important. Yep, and. Uh, and I just my my hope, especially with uh, with comedians, is that they, in, in as much as they are trying to create communities and express things, that they do take the time to take care of their own yeah, mental man. stuff. Because yeah. if you're scooping out yeah, all yeah. the time, you may forget to to take care of yourself, <laughs> of yeah, course. which is which is important. <laughs> but it doesn't sound like you have any of those issues. It sounds like you have a you you have a good. Oh, thank Sounds you. like you're a good solid. I, I good like solid to think. I like to hope framework. so. <laughs> thank you, brother. What you do too. you do when you get bummed out? Um, I do depressed Jonathan videos. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, kidding. You make art. Yeah, I, exactly. I try to make it into something else. I try to, to grab that ray of whatever and shoot it upward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were your parents particularly uplifting? Yeah, I have the best parents in the world. My dad is like the funniest man alive, but I didn't know it until I was like. 28 he was doing like a bit for the first 28 years. <laughs> <laughs> he's like uh, i'll do an impression of him this is like i can call my siblings and they think it's my dad on the phone like oh hey chris this is john uh <laughs> just talking to mary uh it's heck of a heck of a house <laughs> like that's it but it's like i think it's a, a character he's like, like his depressed character. jonathan yeah um but they were just you know again wonderfully supportive and always there my mom has been with me on this rumple tour like every stop of the way mm-hmm. and my dad came to the la one he literally drove in that day from las vegas to la stayed for two hours and then got back in the car and drove back to las vegas oh to my work. god and oh, that's just, right you're yeah, from vegas i'm from las vegas born and raised yeah, oh, that's amazing. I think that's part of it. I think there's neon in my blood. And there is. All my bit. friends from Vegas, especially that are entertainers now, I think there's that weird, uh, whether or not it's healthy or not, there's a, there's a phosphorescent glow <laughs> out of our What of are our the skin. options? Because I know, yeah. I know the Vegas that, you know, yeah. the, the Vegas that most people think of. Yeah, yeah. The Dantana Vegas. Oh, I like that. Is, uh, yeah. is a small representation of what vegas as a whole is. it's funny and i never knew the city was d- different or weird until i moved to new york and then i was like whoa vegas is kind of weird man i was like this is, i guess you can't get breakfast at like five moving to new york you mean you yeah. moved to new york new york the I hotel moved to new york, new york the hotel <laughs> yeah, to the yeah. third the third floor of the new york new york hotel pretty cool place yeah I love it. nice shout out to new york new york wow it's a lot bigger oh these streets are clean yeah you, when you went to manhattan for the yeah. first time were you surprised there wasn't a roller coaster i was looking for it i'm like yeah. excuse me how do i get the subway to the roller coaster where's that the one that goes where's around the, yeah, the building no? Okay. It's a great roller coaster, right, by the yeah, way. It's, it's a good one? It really is. You know, there's that one in Prim. <laughs> oh, the biggest in the world. I've, I'm scared of it. I've still never done it. Do you I, do it? I you do live rides. I you do. live Disneyland. We do. We go yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But it. But I've never... I haven't seen that one that goes around the the, the border of Nevada that goes around like that big hotel, like whatever oh, it's called, Buffalo Bills or yeah, something. Yeah, that, that's... I've the, never seen that operating. So I don't know if it still operates. Well, yeah. I'm not sure either, but I'm, 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 I love amusement parks. I live for them. I am terrified of roller coasters. I've only been on Splash Mountain once. Oh, but that's not even a roller coaster. To me... That's a scary roller coaster. I you, know. I'm like, you know what I, you should do to get over it is yeah, you go to Hershey Park in Pennsylvania, okay. which is just... All roller coasters. Just just go into the tailspin. Just go. Just, just do in. them all at once. I love that. Yeah, 
Yeah, you really you can push through. You it. love roller coasters. You love haunted yeah. houses. Yeah. Yes. What's your favorite haunted house? You mean like as a well, like a spook house? Like, um, okay, so I know. Haunted Mansion is probably my favorite ride at Disneyland. Yeah. But as far as like actual haunted houses, uh, we do Halloween Horror Nights every year, which yeah. is fun. We do um, Not Scary Farm is great. Yeah, they've upped it in the last two years. They really they did have. a massive renovation. They don't, and also, it's important when you're going through haunted houses to have separation in the line. Yeah. So it's not a conga line. Yes. Like, oh, boo, boo. Yeah, but they also integrated technology yeah. into some of their stuff. So they're like they're one walk through, you get a flashlight, and the flashlight has this uh, and um, NFC technology. Wait. And so, like it in different parts of the it, house, it like the light flickers that, or it turns oh, into a black light that. or it does this. But I mean, in, in terms of you know, like we're I'm not like a huge fan of the ones where people can jump out and grab you yeah. and fuck with you and yeah. stuff. Oh, like, me either. They, the, 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 the like the, I'm gonna, the super I'm gonna immersive ones. Throat. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I like sure there the, are ones yeah. where people are like well, it's not yeah. like yeah. fucking real. Yeah, yeah, like, I, yeah I know. But you know. do you want to open after Hug Magazine takes off our venture? You want to open a haunted house together? Do you love I, a haunted house. I have a story about what you just said. Actually, I live. I love haunted houses. Yeah. Big fan. I talk my friends into going to haunted houses every year. The first year that those types that you just re- referenced started, the like. I'm going to mug you in a parking lot with a syringe. <laughs> like, I, 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 I talked to all my friends into going with me to this. It was called, I forget the name of it, but it was in Manhattan. Was it Sleep No More? No, I love Sleep No More. Yeah. That I like. But long story short, I'm like, guys, come with me to Haunted House. Like, okay, Goob, we'll go with you on your funny adventure. We get there. There's like two like 14-year-old boys checking you in in like a hooded jacket. And they're not, I'm like, I'm like where's the spooky skeleton decoration? And like the grinning pumpkin. They're like, follow us in here, mofo. And like, they pull you in, like, sign this waiver. And it's like, if you kill me, I'm okay. Yeah. And like, Whoa. And I'm like, and like, there's no one in line. This thing hadn't taken off yet. This whole trend of like these super, super like intense on it. Are, are we just literally just yeah. getting robbed? Yeah, exactly. Long story short, I'm like, I'll go. F-. It's like one at a time, assholes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, Where, where's like, where's Jack Skellington, dude? Where, where's like the clown? They're like, follow me. And they're like, there's a safety word. If you get scared, you say safety. And I'm like, oh, okay. I like long, that the safety word is literally safety. Cut to long story short, I walk in. I last exactly nine seconds. I call safety. I'm escorted out. I already paid all my money. My friends are like, that, you, I, I, I got immediately, I only lasted nine seconds in yeah. those things. I can't handle the like real life, like, lay down on the floor. <laughs> stick your hand in the toilet. I, I, like, I want my spooks to be like, yeah. ooh. Yeah. That's more fetishism to yeah, me than exactly. it is like the haunted house yeah. where it's, you know, it. I mean, again, and they all sort of have different um, mechanisms of because when uh, when Rob Zombie first before he did House of a Thousand Corpses, I went to his haunted house. Is that what you're going to talk about? Yeah, 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 it was great. Yeah, so yeah. the very first one that he did was in '99 or 2000. Yeah, and so I went with him and his brother and Sherry and and we like put on costumes and like jumped out at people yeah. and his brother spider got punched in the face by a oh, dude because you know some people don't like to be scared <laughs> um but uh but that side of it was really fun to be on know, the other end of to it. be on the yeah, other end yeah. of it just to like be peeking through at people and you're like ah you know and it. they go they scream like that part was fun too so you know like the walk through haunted house is fun but i but the thing that's great like a good haunted house will really and again like a low budget horror movie it's Seeing the creativity with exactly. which, because it's sort of like magic. The There's imagination. Only a handful of gags, no, yeah. But how do you present? How do you those present gags? it in a way that seems new and it, it, evoke, it evokes yeah. your imagination? Because that's the yeah. journey of the horror fan. That like the yeah. lifelong journey of the horror fan is. I know that you know 
nine, you know, yep. like nine out of ten things that I see are probably going to be okay to, yep. to maybe not great. But it's that tenth one that's um, or or you see ones that it, have amazing elements. Elements, yeah. It's and like, if, oh, this was great. But I know you're like me. We're like even the ones that aren't next level. I still love. I'm like I'll love it all. But those those ten percent that work are great. There's a company. Shout out. It's called. It's in Las Vegas. Freakling Brothers. Okay. They are the best. It's the best haunted house in the world. The guy is a genius that created it, and his son J. T. J. T. Molner is also a very cool guy and a filmmaker. They utilize like old vaudeville magic tricks to create the scare. So you'll walk into a room. There's like a trunk on the ground that's like th- two feet tall. Mm-hmm. A guy will pop out of the trunk because you don't realize you're on a raised platform. Oh, amazing. You'll walk up to a set of stairs and the stairs open up and a guy pops out at you because there's a mirror above it creating the illusion of stairs. There's like all these next level things that are so simple, so inexpensive, but just elegant. That's in done. Vegas? It's in Las Vegas. They're geniuses. They're like the haiku. It's like a haiku of haunted houses. Just that's- simplicity, elegance, no gore. We're going to go yeah. because – Go to Freakling Brothers. Oh, man. They're the – they're honestly – I'm like – I'm – you know what we should yeah. do? Yes. Because Lids and I have been talking about – because there's a zombie burlesque show in Vegas. Yeah. So we're talking about like just going uh, to, for a weekend, going to see Penn & Teller's show. Amazing. The Rio probably. Zombie burlesque. Yeah. And, then, and then maybe the Freakling Brothers. And then you should go. I would be so honored. Yeah. I would, I would adore that. I take all of October off of whatever I'm doing to just go to different cities, and I always go to Vegas for a week. And you would love – I'm telling you right now, you'll love this haunted okay, house. Okay, yeah. We'll, so we'll special. Definitely, we'll definitely and you'll love go. the guys that make it. Lids yeah. really loves escape rooms. Um, I do too. I just got into those. Yeah. Those are great, man. She likes escape rooms. But I, I yeah. do – but there is a small part of me that's like – you want to make sure that it, is this a real escape room or yeah. is this, are we just getting locked in a vault? Yeah, like, exactly. Come on in, Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Check out my escape room. It's the back of this SUV. <laughs> Hop in. Did you see? Do I, I hate talking yeah, dead? Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. And then I just leave. Oh. Did you see the Nathan for you with haunted houses? No. Where it, I don't want to ruin it, but it's hilarious. It's a. It's, he does a great bit where he. Yeah, I'm not going to try to tell it. Wait, but I want to. I want to figure out. So now that Criminal Minds is ending. Yeah, yeah. And now you're going to do this movie. Yeah. Which you can or can't talk about. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, the minute I'm like. The, I'll talk about it the next time we meet. Okay, I'll great. Talk about great. It. Yeah, yeah. Is it a big thing you're excited about? I'm beyond excited. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's a it's again it's like a comedy. I don't know. I love I love all those indie films from the '90s. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like so. Hopefully, it's in the vein of those. It's okay. Hopefully, undefinable. Something that's funny and kind of touching and sort of I don't know. Because I feel like. You probably have a lot of options. Like, you I feel yeah. like you're going to have a lot. If you, you probably already have oh. a lot of options, and so it's how are you picking and sorting through like what I, to do? Good question. Thank you for asking. You know, all I've played this very serious character for 15 years, which is the exact opposite of me. Uh, going forward, I love acting. I love directing. I love making stuff. I just want to only focus acting wise on like anything comedy related or anything a friend of mine is making. It's mm-hmm. like, if you stay alive long enough, you probably experience this. I realize like all my friends from film school are now like accomplished. <laughs> they're all like running yeah. Holly. I'm like, Oh my yeah. gosh, my buddies are like making the new Spider-Man movie, yeah. the new He-Man movie, yeah. and, like fun indie film. So anything to work with my friends, anything to do comedy as far as an actor goes. And then directing, you know, comedy. I love horror movies. I hope to just make things that haven't been done before. I think A24 is a company that's doing like spectacular Mm -hmm. projects. And I have a new book I just wrote over Christmas hiatus, a kid's uh, book. I don't, I don't like to call my book a kid's book because I actually wrote it for me. I just wrote a book that I wanted to read and happen to have pictures, but making more of that painting, I want to do it like, you know, everything. It's never stop. And then is, 
is Rumple gonna become like an animated? Like, are you gonna, yeah, absolutely. I yeah, have brother. To. What, what is a, his voice? His voice. It's very funny because it's actually kind of similar to a friend of ours. Oh, it, it, it's a little bit like I just did the Audible tape for it. It's it, it's it's it's. Uh, oh, I'm scared. Now I'm scared to do it. I'll do it for you later. It, it takes a little bit to. Ladies get and gentlemen, it. please welcome the comedy stylings of Rumple Buttercup. Uh, I I uh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I know I'm, I'm, I'm clamming up. It's performance anxiety. No, it's a little bit. Of, he and that's exactly what Rumple would do. This is exactly he would he would go on stage and like tank and then walk off with a banana. This is peel. the character version. Yeah. This is the character yeah. version of like when you're like trying to pee in a trough. Yeah. Where you're like, it's, I just can't. It's, I need I, to go, I but I can't. Try. I want. I really want to try. It's it's similar. He's very similar to depressed Jonathan. Yeah, like that, it's a little bit of the same world of him but he's he's been living in a sewer for many years so his voice is a little raspy and sure. he, he kind of talks more in a whisper you do a lot of voiceover by the way yeah i did do a lot of voiceover yeah. i haven't do you I, love it i do i but i had always i did i worked at nickelodeon for like 13 or 14 what years are you, dude are you 105 i'm 105 years Who old are you dude that's amazing. i you know yeah. like I, I i formaldehyde where my blood <laughs> should be and um uh, and but i i had this thing where i kept Playing characters that were really loud, yeah, and so uh, it it was like wrecking my voice, you know, like oh, just wrecking, yeah, because it was always fun to get the job with like a really loud guy, yeah, and then you realize when you're doing a four hour session where it's like, yeah, okay, now he screams again, you're like, you, I can't do, you know, like would leave and my fucking whole head would be vibrating. You, yeah, that's why Gilbert Godfrey looks the way he does. This is probably, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love him by he the way. He just can't, he can't turn it off. He can't. Turn it off! I can't. I can't. And it. And so it's. I haven't done as much voiceover yeah. lately, but I still do like you know all video games occasionally or oh, something. Cool. If something if something comes along, but it's to to be on to get to be put on a show yeah. where you have to do it every all week. The time. Yeah. It was like yeah, it was, it was killing killing my voice. But it, yeah. voiceover is fun. You must do voiceover. I do a lot of voiceover too. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it all. So fun. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Well, then are you cr- going to create a show? Yeah. I'm going to create a show with Rumpel. I've got another idea for an animated show. I've got a lot of ideas. It's, it's all – and again, that, to answer your question earlier, the way I pick them, I don't know. and I, I, I should probably be more diligent or something. I just – I kind of go with whatever my funny bone says in the morning to do. I, I, I want to focus on this feature that I'm directing – and then, yeah, I'd love to. I'm going to do something with Rumble. Are you going to be in the feature that you're I directing? I am actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you directed? You've kind of directed I have, yourself funny, on when Criminal I, When Lines. I first started, when I first, you know, I, I when I was studying directing, I never in a million years would have cast myself. But then I learned through Criminal, through being forced to also act in the Criminal Minds episodes that I direct that. 
I'm a control freak and that's why I love making this book. I literally hand wrote every page of it, including the barcodes and the legal <laughs> page. But um, with directing myself, I'm like, oh, I, I don't have control if I'm not looking at the monitor. Then I learned the most secret thing ever, which is when you're directing and acting at the same time, you can actually like live manipulate the, everything. So you're directing from within the frame. It's like you're a watercolorist. And to me, that actually gives just a better view and a better sense of control to crafting it. So That's really with that one, I, I'm going to be in the first one and then I would love to do movies. I think if I ever do a horror movie, it, I wouldn't be in that because that's so dependent on uh, tone and on silence and things that are suspense, which you can't gauge inside the, when you're living in the frame, you have to kind of observe the frame. Yeah. It's kind of, I can imagine just like directing yourself where you're like, like uh, and you won't get away with this. Cut, print, we got it. Like you're the guy that's yeah, the shining. Yeah. You're like you're like and cue the blood down the hallway. And okay, I'm gonna with the blood. Okay, perfect, 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 perfect. Okay, you ever get a little blue when you're like when Kubrick's like take two hundred and forty four, and you're like I got blood in the bottom of my aqua sock, and now my aqua my aqua socks all red and stained. This is a, wait. By the way, this is a great comedy character of like the guy doing stand up who has really specific experience. You ever you ever yeah, notice yeah. how when Kubrick makes you do two hundred and forty four days like what is you like I. I just wanted to have that blue cheese you I brought. I just don't know. I, <laughs> yeah. You ever notice when Kubrick makes you fat, look yeah, like you yeah. died in the snow and you got to sit there he and they put the blue? You and you got the snot. You're like, I want to look good in case This Paparazzi lady knows what I'm talking yeah. about. Hey, Shelly, Shelly, stand up. And Duvall's there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's the only one in the audience laughing. Everyone else is just like, whoa, bro. By the way, that is the character yeah. of Jack Torrance doing stand up in the Overlook oh. Hotel. At the end, we're smiling in 1920. What a great movie that is. It's a good movie. Completely hated when it came. Everyone, everyone reviled it when it if that's a word it was not knocked it won a Razzie for worst picture no one got it did you know this by the way you probably I didn't know it won a Razzie yeah I think Ebert uh, I just thought it was said, I just thought no, Stephen people, King hated it King did not care for it but I know that it was and I always think of that because everything I love is pretty much critically despised <laughs> <laughs> so I always look at that and I'm like you know I, and that's why I've never made anything for anyone other than the people that want to see it, which is just me and my mom and um and yeah i love that movie i can't speak highly enough of the shining well it but it also it it's sometimes sometimes people just aren't ready for something yeah it when, you, when you're doing something very unique like that people are like wait that's a change in pace we don't know about that what do we say well, let's let's call jack jack's performance over the top i call it brilliant personally <laughs> but they they said like he won a razzie for worst actor that's crazy yeah to man me. I had yeah no and then idea. what's funny is not to dis not to be specific i feel bad saying this but the same person that said it was the worst movie of the year roger ebert then 10 years later said it was one of the best horror movies of all time <laughs> did he ever acknowledge didn't you say that before i don't, know. Oh, I don't I remember don't, i feel I bad talking about anyone that's passed away too no but yeah. it's but it, but he did he did yeah, those things I know. so i just know. i i don't know i'm not a fan of like I love the people and I love the fans and I hope to only make things for them so I sometimes get a little bent out of shape when I hear people especially like I don't know I'm I'm going on a tangent stop me before no but it's so it's so easy to be it's so easy to be negative and it's so easy it's like like, why don't you try making something like I don't I don't believe in I don't know I I just I why can't people just be happy and make things and enjoy it and then (laughs) like hey you that was really hard to get all those shots in the snow good job bro yeah like even the movie I like the least I still think is a a, is impressive to me like being able to cut together anything (laughs) is 
hard. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's it hard is. to get people to show up. It's hard to... Oh, my to... gosh. Everything is working against you. And that's why, to me, the most beautiful medium is filmmaking because it's a merger of every single thing. You have to be a visualist. You have to understand communication. You have to understand lighting. You have to understand music. And if you can get that all in concert, you can have a masterpiece, but it's very hard to do that. It is because everyone has to be on the same page. Yep. And everyone has to bring in the same level of enthusiasm, have the same, be in the same realm of vision, mm-hmm. have like work well together, have a good. So to you, is it, is a director, yeah. a captain? Like who do you, how do, what do you see as a director? The great, to me and my style of directing, I'm very meticulous in everything I do. And it, it's, it's, it's part of, it's like my superpower and sometimes my own handicap. Um, but with directing, I think the director's job is to know how to do a lot of things and then to hopefully inspire people my dream when I'm directing, I just want to make everybody that got into the business remember why they got into it and remember the pure joy of being in their backyard with a camera, making something not for money, not for credits, but because they fucking love it. Yeah. And if I can do that, I've done my job. And I also I, – I happen to – I'm very specific about costumes, set design – um, sound design, editing. I, actually, I'm specific about everything. But the, I just realized everything except for sound recording, I, I like to have a hand in. And again, I, I, I know the camera very well. I feel very, I very, I have no training in anything artistic as far as like acting or painting or the things that I do. But with filmmaking, I have an insane like obsession. Uh, so I do know the technique of that. And yeah. that's something that I do have a, a very great confidence in from a technical standpoint. So I just feel like the, but the main thing is speaking the vernacular of every department in the language that they understand. So with costuming, it's knowing a bit about, you know, it's knowing, knowing enough about corduroy <laughs> to be able to communicate with them, but then not needing to actually sew every stitch. And that's where I kind of get mired in details, especially at criminal minds where like I try to hand make everything. Cause I want to have a personal feeling. And on a TV show that's made in eight days, like I always almost die making it because I'm like hand painting the pictures that the killer made or I'm like hand making the marionette puppet that Brad Dorif is manipulating. And I just want everything to have a very personal, handmade, unique feel. That's incredible. Thanks, man. Yeah. I mean it's – no one else is doing that no. episodic <laughs> I know. I know. I've done my job. Oh, thank you. I care so much and I love so much and I just want everybody to go home like, you know – Tired from joy and tired from knowing they did a great job. Get tired yeah. from joy. Yeah, and that's is, my favorite that's feeling. The, that's get the tired. log that's, line yeah. of Hug Magazine. Yeah, yeah, get tired from joy. Yeah, it's just like just pictures of like uh, Ariana Grande eats a muffin and it's slightly better than she expected. Yeah. Like that, that's just fun <laughs> things like that. Like that's Hug Magazine. We got to do it, man. I'm excited for that. What advice do you have to people to explore? Because obviously. Yeah. If you are an optimist, there are a lot of people who are like, fuck you, who do you think you are? Because they want to destroy your joy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because a lot of the world and yeah. a lot of social media is a joy vampire. Yeah. And so what uh, How do you? What, what advice would you give to people who want to explore relentless optimism here, as, oh, a, here, as a platform? Here's something I discovered today that I love to do. I've been on a seven-day nonstop rumple tour where I've been living in this insane costume. And um, whenever I go – I've been doing – I did like – 15 talk shows today maybe my favorite thing to do in the world is to walk into a big room of people that are at their computers it's 9 a.m on a monday i try to find the one person that kind of looks like they're not having a good day or like maybe they've never had a good day and are kind of frowning and i make it my point if i can make that one person laugh or smile i'm like yes that to me, because it's it's and when you're wearing a seven foot tall lizard costume, it's very easy to make some. You know, people are like, "Oh, hey, this guy rules." But like, I want to find that guy. Like, I want to find the guy. I met a guy. I don't want to shout out names, but Marcel from E. I love you, brother. We had a great moment early on. 
a lot of laughs. I like I, my and my my I guess my advice would be find the one person that needs it the most and make them smile. And that's a funny thing. Like I, I think that's when comedy is the most important. Like it's easy and fun to make someone laugh if they're having a good time, but when it's most needed, when it's most holy, is when. The person really needs it. Like That's I think, piece of I, again, I hope my funeral. I hope people are laughing so f- hard that some people die at my funeral. <laughs> 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 laughing. <laughs> yeah. Hug Magazine Hug co-founder. Mag- Everyone's dead at Hug Magazine. There's a gas leak. <laughs> Newsflash: <laughs> The founder's dead. But it was really funny. Real funny time. It was really yeah. funny. But see that that's an interesting piece of advice because basically that's not. That, and it's not something that I hear very often because yeah. usually the advice is like, oh, well, you got to find your joy and you got to do this and you got to meditate, you got to do this. But your advice is actually get outside yourself and do something for someone else. That's, and that's the best. And that's the hardest audience too. And that's where you really challenge yourself. If you can make the one person that doesn't want to be there want to be there, that's cool to me. That is yeah. that not, is Not hard. that I've ever done it probably <laughs> or ever will, but I try. But you never did stand up? I would. That's my like first joy. In a lot of ways, I realize I've just been doing a nonstop stand-up act since I right. was three. Yeah. Um, but I would love that, and that is another passion of mine that I hope to pursue. But it's also funny, and maybe you can relate to this. Like, I, 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 I kind of would love for that luxury of being able to. St- you know, it's weird when you've on, been on a TV show for 15 years to go into stand-up. Like maybe some people in the audience are going to laugh just because they've seen me for 15 years on TV. Maybe – it's just – it's finding – if I do it, I want to find a unique, unique way to break into it with respect. Mm-hmm. I mean it's, it is just one of those things that you would just have to start – Respect to the art form, not respect to anybody. <laughs> no, 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 that's something I was like – Because people would come yeah. and see you. Like, and no, but I want to make problem. sure that it's – I want to make sure that it's not like – Free laughs from the guy that's been on NCIS LA, which is what not what I'm on. But well, let me give yeah. you let me give you a, a just a little yeah. hint about the that the recognition card. Yeah, yeah. gives you maybe five minutes. Okay, so five, you might se- you yeah, might yeah. get you might get a couple minutes of free laughs. Yeah, but it, you can't. It's with anything exactly. It's the it's the having the back. Yeah, it. but at a certain point, if like you know, if, if the jokes are bad or it's not yeah. working or they're not connecting with it, then. They're not going to – like you don't have to worry that for okay. 60 minutes or 40, 45 minutes that you're just going to get free yeah. laughs. Like yeah. at a certain point, they'll be like, yes, we know who you are we now. Get, get off we stage. We are here. What yeah. is it? Now, now yeah. what? Yeah. What have you done for me in the last two minutes? Make exactly. Exactly. I just feel like I need to get a picture of what's sitting oh, across do. me so people can Wait, see. Put, should I go f- – no, I just like his head right oh, yeah. here. Like it's it's just it's just <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's nice. Hug magazine, yeah. page six. Of Hug magazine, right? <laughs> you there. put yourself on. You know, oh, and that, yeah. that's the. Magic. I'm in the cover every week. You that, and I are on the cover hugging. That's like every Oprah week magazine the same cover. Us hugging. That's yeah. I, you know, you notice a little. You know, I love that Maleficent. Uh, oh my gosh, you are living a dream. <laughs> that's a great photo. Anyone whose wife will dress up as Maleficent is. Yeah, made. I well, we took a our yeah. friend Tyler Shields took some pictures of us, and he goes. Do you have any costumes? And I'm like, well, I have a a 60s Batman costume. And he was like, put it on. And so I put on 60s Batman, and then we took pictures. Who's your favorite Batman? Ooh, boy, that is a... I mean... Who's your favorite Joker? Uh, Well... I'm curious about this answer. I think I I know. Listen... I know know, know what you're going to say. Here's what you're going to say. Can I predict? Yes. Correct me. You're going to say Mark Hamill. Oh, Joker. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. For me, it's Jack Nicholson. Okay. I love his Joker. I I actually I think Jack Nicholson's Joker is upon yeah, revisiting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I kind of think so. First of all, I think Adam West is the greatest. Yeah, Batman. I'm with you there. I'm 100. I'm 100. I think Adam West. I like Michael Keaton too. I mean, if we're yeah. talking about serious Batman, yeah. then it might be like Kevin Conroy. You oh, know, he's like great. A- animated Batman. Uh, 
I have a story. Can Jason, I tell Kevin you? Con- Wait, Kevin yeah, you, did, you said it right. No, my okay. eyes yeah. got wide because I have a story that you'll appreciate because it involves Comic-Con and Kevin Conroy. Okay. And I did the one thing you never do at Comic-Con what did you do? by accident. Oh, I was very nervous. What did you do? I was at Comic-Con like five years ago. I, I voiced the Riddler in one of the, one, of the movie, one of the Batman animated movies. I'm in this long line. We're signing the posters as you've done many times, I'm sure. And I'm very nervous. I'm with all these people I respect. You know, we got, the, we got Kevin right next to me. And I'm seeing this long line of fans, and I'm, I've done things like this before for Criminal Minds and whatnot. And every time that I'm so nervous, the posters are sliding down the line of, of the assembly line of actors signing, and I'm towards the end with Kevin. And I'm right before Kevin, and every time I sign it, I see this weird thing I've not seen on many fans' faces, which is like the minute I hand them the poster, they just look morbidly depressed, <laughs> and they walk away with their head down. And I'm like, what? And about 100 people in, I look down and I realize that this entire time I've been inadvertently signing Batman's head <laughs> and then handing it directly to Kevin. And I was like, holy guacamole, Batman. I'm so sorry, Kevin. Kevin, I've been signing. I'm like, I don't know if you noticed, but I've been accidentally signing your head. And he looked at me and he goes, oh, I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever do that at Comic-Con. I mean, there, there are so many Batmen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, and I, I, was, I was charmed by, uh, I, you know, because there, yeah. there were a few Joel Schumacher Batmen. I know. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, yeah, like Val. some people do yeah. love them and some yeah. people. And, uh, but I was doing a panel at New York Comic-Con a handful of years ago and George Clooney was on the panel. And the first thing I, I mean, said to him was like, Hey man, sweet Bruce Wayne cosplay, and uh, <laughs> and his response to that was he goes he looks at the audience he was like oh yeah by the way sorry about that you guys I'm sorry and he had this awareness to apologize for his Batman that was so charming and oh, funny so that funny. it made me like lo- that it made me love yeah. his, his Batman I mean Dude. you know he was sort of like happy go lucky snappy Batman I you know? love it I know he was like uh, 1960s Batman he was like a little bit like, uh, like Clark Gable Batman a, l- a little yeah, bit, yeah. A little I'll bit take like it, a Clark man. Gable Batman I like a Clark Gable Batman hello Robin I say let's, let's go, go save the world I'm really my parents were all killed when I was little I'm sad about it my batarang is caught in my utility Belt. Robin, <laughs> Alfred boy, take a seat. Make us oh. some drinks. Yeah, if you could play any superhero, who would it be? Um, oh, it's good. You. I'm not, I'm not in it. I'm not an option. Um, I'd want to be a super villain. I love the villains. And when I was a kid, that's all I collected. Every one of my action figures is a villain. I, I love. They're always the most interesting. They're the most visually impressive. Riddler's good for Riddler's you. Riddler's good. Way. I love playing Edward Nigma for the real fans. Enigma. Um, I love Riddler. I mean, the Joker is spectacular. The Joker is such a great character because it makes no sense. It's a bat and a clown. I love. I love a lot about him. I love. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker looks pretty it's cool. Be good. It's going to be great. I'm very excited about it's that. It's so it's so yeah. interesting to make him an empathetic character. Yeah, I love it. The sad clown. Sh- yeah, it's nothing more beautiful than a sad clown. But just to see, like, I mean, that's where I think villains are the most interesting. Is when you when you see the dimension of exactly. like exactly. Oh, you know, that's what made were, him. Yeah, if you were, those circumstances, if you were put in, I'm not saying that you yeah. would become a murderous supervillain, but if you were put in, if if life started kicking you in the face in yeah. a horrible way, literally yeah. and figuratively. Who know? You know, who like knows? what would happen? Who you could become? You know, what superhero would you be? Superhero um, or supervillain? Well, a superhero. I mean, I I I always have when I have a superhero dream, it's always Spider Man. Oh, that's cool. With You'd organic web shooters, yeah, you're a good Spider Man. But you know, like I also, it'd be great if it was like, well, 
It'd be great to be Spider-Man, but with a little bit of Wolverine's healing ability. You know, like there, yeah, you take a couple, take a couple, take a couple things. If you could have your own superpower, what would it be? If you could create your own superpower, well, I, mine would probably be, you know, like magic. Like it's like I'm, yeah. you know, like I always play wizards. When is I is it play. just doing bad magic? Like you're doing like <laughs> here's some flowers out of my sleeve. No, I mean like here's, wizard magic. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But by, define wizard magic, like floating or like making turning gold into water spells. You know, spells, like gotcha. like I always oh, Harry, play yeah. wizards. Yeah, I always yeah. play wizards whenever I play like RPGs. Yeah, you know, like I always pick the. Wizards. Do you remember Hero Quest? Yeah, that was a good game. What? Uh, yeah, it was a board game in like the nineties. That Hero sounds Quest. really familiar. Yeah, you'd roll. It was like it was pretty cool, man. Let's was play. it? Let's was it? Later. Was it more like a? Was it more like a? Um, a board game version of like a D and D exactly. Kind of thing. Yeah. It was a fast moving. It was like our, It was like for like ten year olds. Probably. Yeah. You do Catan. Settlers of Catan. Oh, Settlers of Catan. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, there are so many board games have come back with such a vengeance now. I love that because I think yeah. people, a reaction to screens, man. It, yeah. Yes, that's exactly, exactly right. It's people. It's the innate ability. Yeah, and it'll happen. It'll. It'll. I can't wait for it to cycle back. I'm really terrified of technology, so I can't wait for the pendulum to swing. It's funny that you back towards. It's us. funny that you're terrified as a filmmaker that your technology is like. Ah. I know. Well, that's the thing. I learned. I was very lucky when I went to school. I was like the last person to learn how to shoot with actual film. Like I learned the craft of filmmaking on a Bolex. Oh wow! Where I was like holding. I was cutting on a Steinbeck. Steinbeck, however you pronounce. It. Shout out to John Steinbeck, one of my favorite authors. <laughs> I'm sorry, we say John hey, Steinbeck. In we this. say John Steinbeck in this house. Hey, oh, where's my grapes of wrath at? Um, but Hello to Mary Steinbergen. Yeah, and Mary Steinbergen, we love you too. Uh, so you learned you learned on the like the classic. classic yeah, classic which to stuff. me is it's so funny because it's like antiquated technology now. But then now I love shooting video, and of course, but I, I I learned the process of thinking about filmmaking from an analog perspective, which I think no one has now. Which now technology yeah. just tries to recreate. I know. It's like, well, you could just use... I know, but it's no, expensive. I'm shooting, I want to shoot my film on Super 16. Am I oh, crazy? Wow. No. Am I nut? I know, I'm doing it, man. No, you should. You can see Buffalo 66. Yes. I love that film. Yes. He shot 35 millimeter reversal, which is, if you underexpose it or overexpose it by two stops, you're completely screwed. That's oh. such faith in his DP, which is probably himself, knowing Gallo, that it, I love that film. I think it's a masterpiece. Wow. Well, that, yeah, like that's... That's a whole other level of a balancing act at yeah. the same time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to do that. I'm yeah, going to shoot. Yeah. I'm going to use the easiest use technology. The no, that's a smart, <laughs> it's a very rational choice. And a smart well, there choice. are good, like, you know, the Duplass brothers. A creep looks like it might have been yeah. shot on an iPhone. Yeah. And it totally yeah. works. It works. Cause it, no. Because it, it just, like, it, 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 it gives it the right that, tone. That haunted quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll bounce ideas off you at one of these points. Is I would this love dumb? That, is this man. bad? Is this okay? Dude, it's all – every idea is good. I mean because think about it. If By that same logic, you can, you can never go wrong. I, was in a, I don't want to – I was having this conversation with a waitress yesterday that asked me about a band name for her band because she had an idea for a band name. Her bandmates didn't agree. And then I reminded her – this is said with great respect – the name The Beatles, if you really look at it, is sort of a silly name. Yeah. The Beatles, yeah. yet they're pretty seriously great. So yeah, because anything at a is a good point, idea. It becomes yeah. synonymous, like it but becomes I, its own identity. I can imagine that pitch being not well loved. Right. <laughs> like we're gonna call ourselves the Beatles. Hey, but it's look like, at it. So, so, so it's like it. a beetle. No, you can tra- you can make any idea good. It's like a I'm beetle, saying. but then there's a, a beat yeah, in music. Yeah. And then it's just like a, oh, that's terrible. Where do we stand in that Tom Hanks movie about the wonders? I love it. Oh, it's great. It's the, and why am I forgetting the name of it now? Uh, that thing you that do. That thing you do. Masterpiece. Yeah, he directed, master, he directed it, by the way. He did. Yeah. The, again, they, they wanted to call their band the Wonder Oneeders. The Oneeders. Like the Oneeders. Yeah. 
Tom Hanks is a talent. He's going in Hug Magazine for sure. Tom Hanks. He'll be is, on the cover. He has to be on the cover, first cover. First cover. He's, yeah. the fir- he's our Marilyn Monroe of, of, <laughs> of Hug Magazine. Tom Hanks is standing over a steam vent yeah, yeah, holding with, his dress. Precisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be great. Hug Magazine is great. Um, <laughs> anything, anything else? Any other joyful things you want to talk about? I mean, Rumpel is available now. Uh, for anyone who hasn't doesn't know what it is, he basically is a character who... <laughs> Uh, it's just about accepting who you are, basically. Yeah. It's an acceptance it's, and, and loving yourself kind of a... Kind yeah, of a he's... Uh, my hope was to create a 136-page hug for anybody who's ever felt uh, different or weird or alone. And Rumpel is a sort of lo- a lonely monster that finds a lot of friends. Good. And so, is that... Is yeah. that Matthew really? A That's a good question. It is basically an autobiography. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was like, oh my gosh. I finished it and I'm like, this is just my story. <laughs> this is my story. Yeah. <laughs> Complete with banana peel. With on banana that head. peel and living in a sewer. <laughs> and you, where did you get this costume made? This is a handmade, one of a kind costume that I designed and made with a someone, this amazing angel who may or may not even she she's like a uh, an elf from the North Pole helped me to make it physically wearable. But it's yeah, this is a one of a kind handmade piece. It's I'm very amazing. proud of. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Is bananas detachable? Oh, detachable yeah. banana. That's fantastic. So when we take a picture, I'm going to put an actual banana oh, peel on my head. Do. If oh, that's good. okay. Please, I'd be honored. All right. Matthew, is there anything else that I can help you with? Yeah. Anything else that I can do for you? Can you give me a hug? I'm going to give I'm you hugs. Up. Yeah, I'm coming over. We're going to end this with a hug. I'm giving you a real hug. This is an actual hug. Love you me. can actually hear. I'm so honored, Chris. I'm really, I'm, I'm flattered that you had me. I had so much fun on, your, on Midnight, and I, yeah, I think the world of you. Well, I, I, I feel the same, and I, I support your quest to support other people uh-huh. and your relentless optimism <laughs> yeah. and putting out good positive things thank you brother in every creative expression that you have possible you make people uh-huh. feel good and happy and i see like the people who follow you are rabid like you are just like i'm the luckiest guy you're just a beam of you're, you're just like edible sunshine to can them. i tell you the sweetest thing that happened i'm gonna like kind of cry when i say this okay. i was do i've been doing these amazing like book events for the book and getting to like meet people and sign things. And I didn't realize that the stores were like limiting them and not letting people in. But on the, on one of the more recent ones, and it's been these, it's like I'm bragging, which I I guess I kind of inherently am, but long story short, there was, they've, they've all been going until like one or two in the morning, Mm -hmm. way past closing hours. But in the last night there was like a bunch of people that didn't get in and they were trying to shut it down. And I I was, I let, I let it, but the fan, the, the fan, one of the people in the audience, a lot of the people were like, no, Matthew, I, I, I of course waited for them and got to meet them all. But the person, they tried to stop me. The fans themselves were like, go home. <laughs> no, no, you, you're not taking – because it's like day four of the tour and they could tell that I look like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark when mm-hmm. the Nazis are melting. Yep, yep. They're like, no, don't do it. Just go home and sleep. But that made me just want to meet them more. Of They're course so it did. It's, 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 I'm so happy to get to entertain. Just one person would make me happy. But the fact that it's more than one makes me over the moon. You've been listening to Hug Magazine. This is Hug Magazine. <laughs> and thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us on Hug Magazine. Don't forget to give yourself a hug out yes, there. never forget to hug yourself. Never forget to hug yourself. Give yourself an emotional hug. And uh, yeah, be like Matthew and be like Tom Hanks. <laughs> and be like Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Hugs. Hug. Thank you, brother. Thank that you. so fun. Enjoy Give your hug burrito. Best. I would love a hug burrito. Yeah. You're listening to work. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. 
Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Word salad rep for episode number 1001. <laughs> I'm not going to do it again. I'm not doing it again. This is the one. <laughs> we were laughing because I went to record before and I go, okay, I'm going to record. And all of a sudden I just heard, <laughs> like, you were like, you sounded like a Dickensian chimney sweep. I had allergies. It wasn't that bad. What are you allergic to? Podcasts? I, I, you, I don't know. <laughs> I was, okay, I'm going to do the, I got to do the thing now. Your friend, you knew Matthew uh, Gray Goobler. You yeah. did a thing together. Yeah, we did He's the sweetest. I love that guy. You know, his whole talk about relentless optimism, I think, is uh, it, it's a great boy. If you can do it, great. Most people aren't necessarily relentlessly optimistic. So you might say, well, how do I get to be relentlessly optimistic? You, it, ta- it takes some effort. You got to figure out how to see things differently. Because again, as we say a million times, you can't control the world, but you can control how you respond to the world. And wouldn't it be amazing if you could find an optimistic take on everything, right? Lids, you're good at that. Being optimistic? Yeah. Yeah. How do you do it? It's a choice. That's it? <laughs> <laughs> Plain and simple, it's a choice. Damn, did someone explain that before? But uh, what I was going to say is that if you feel like you're having difficulty doing it by yourself, get a friend like Matthew Gray Goobler. You meet an optimistic person and be friends with them because it will rub off. You will, I mean, I uh, even just like recording that podcast with him. I was so much happier by the end of it. And then I listened to it. When I listened to it again, uh, when I listened to it back, I got super happy just listening to it. I'm like, fuck, I got to hang out with that guy all the time. Um, where I can d- drain his optimism <laughs> and bottle it and sell it on an Instagram ad. But uh, yeah, so in addition to the choices that you make and how you choose to view the world and how you choose to view the events that, uh, that happen at you. Um, also, uh, look around. Are your friends pretty optimistic people or are they fun or are they downers? <laughs> I mean, listen, even if all your friends are pretty negative, that's fine. You love them. They're your friends. You could probably find an optimistic friend. You know, it's just making little efforts, even just little incremental efforts every day. It all adds up. Um, Even doing stuff that's, uh, I don't know, that you can't really explain why you're doing. Like, for instance, uh, 
although I feel like I'm going to be able to explain this one. But Liddy and I were in Italy, and uh, we were going to head back, and I was like, you know what? We need to go. I've never been to Disneyland Paris. We need to go there. She was like, let's do it. So uh, we are going to, Di- we came to Paris just to go to Disneyland. Is that weird? No, it's awesome. <laughs> well, I think it's awesome. But there's a lot of people who are like, what? Of all the things to see in Paris, you're going to go to Disneyland? And I would say, well, technically, I don't think, well, I guess Disneyland's in it's Paris. It's just outside of Paris. Just outside of Paris. But Disneyland outside of Paris is not a great name for a park. That's why it's called Euro Disney. No, I think it's Disneyland Paris. <laughs> I, I think they think renamed so. it Disneyland Paris. I don't know about that. Well, I'm pretty sure they did. <laughs> I don't. I don't actually know. I don't think they did. I think they did. I'm pretty sure they did. Look if it up. Only there was a device that would tell <laughs> no, us. No, we'll never know. We're not even going to know tomorrow. <laughs> We're going to show up tomorrow and be like, we'll "Is be this lost. Disneyland Paris or Euro Disney?" I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> you. <laughs> Are you looking it up now? No. <laughs> I thought you you picked up your damn phone. Well, yeah, I was doing something else. (laughs) What? What the hell? Look it up. I'm recording. I can't look it up. People need to know now. They're not going to want to look it up with their own phones. They need us to be their Google. So look up Disneyland. Well... I mean, when I Google Euro Disney, Disneyland Paris comes up. Well, isn't that interesting? (laughs) The way, well, it says Disneyland Paris. It says Disneyland Paris on there. Originally Euro Disney Resort, so we're both right. (laughs) No, you're not right. Because it was, it's not called that anymore. Oh, but it was. It was not now. I'm old school, the OG. This is you being optimistic. Is this you putting your optimistic spin on your wrong answer? I just like it my way. <laughs> okay. You know what? I can respect that. I can respect that as a choice. Um, or I got to finish this thing. I love you. Uh, so be optimistic when you can. You're not going to be able to be all the time. But um, just little choices when you can. Even things that seem... Not that important. Can you put a positive spin on something? And you're not doing this so you can be some kind of a weird, you know, like everything's perfect all the time. But at least building up this skill set, building up the muscle, you know, for when you need it, it's not a bad thing to do. So I don't know. Be positive about something today. Try it. Look up a nice news story. Put yourself in a positive environment. Go. Look at a puppy. <laughs> just do something for yourself that kind of makes you feel happy and then just kind of hold on to that and then remember that when you need it. And uh hope you have a really great day. Boy, I'm so excited about Disneyland Paris. I was going to say, if you had any suggestions, I don't know. And you could you could uh, send your Disneyland Paris suggestions to... Um, st- I think that... Oh, I think this email is stuff at ID10T.com. Try that. I'm pretty sure that'll work. Uh, no, it's not stuff at ID10T.com. Oh, it's uh, what are you looking at ID10T.com. So what are you looking and then at that symbol, ID10T.com. Why are you, why are you, look, what are you looking at? I just got the weirdest side eye. Do you know how to prove this pun? Such a long email. <laughs> but, I get it. I like it. Oh, thanks. It's just really long.
it is, but you know, when you, you I mean, that really, silly, I technically, like you don't have to ever type it in once, yeah, right? Because it just automatically Pops fills. In forever. Yeah, it, unlike Euro Disney, which is not what it's called anymore. <laughs> that did not last forever. I still got results by typing that <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it worked. Okay, good for you. I'm very happy for you. I'm very happy for you and your your old results. <laughs> Uh, All right, everyone. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful day, night, evening, middle of the night, whatever it is. And I'll see you in your ears next week. Bye. Munch those tacos. It's the... (laughs) (laughs) No, don't you remember? How dare you? Yes, I remember. That was the new slogan that I helped you come up with a while ago. I wanted to end it for you. You The one that I use all the time. When I changed the name of the podcast, Lydia was like, instead of enjoying a burrito, you should end the podcast by saying, munch those tacos. I was helping you. Thank you. I feel helped. I mean, people know because, of course, I say it every week. Don't tell her I don't say it every week. She doesn't listen to the podcast. Yep. I know you don't say it, but I'm just what? hoping it'll come No, on. I do. <laughs> Okay, guys. And I am a subscriber. Thank you very much. <laughs> Munch those tacos. <laughs> Jesus Christ. ID 10 T scanning complete. Enjoy your burrito. I feel like I was blindsided. Because it's a competition show. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window. Comes a reality competition show about reality competition shows. Nobody has dared to find out who is the actual best at just being on a reality show. I'm your host, comedian Daniel Tosh. It's winner go home. Each episode, our contestants will face new challenges. They will test their strength and lack of life skills for a chance to win $200 million. Thousands, not millions. $200,000. Prepare, because it's about to be ugly crying. Lots of fighting. Tasha, I have to defend myself. Celebrating 25 years of reality TV with your favorites. I have diarrhea. You cannot do this to me. What in gay hell have I got myself into? The Goat, premiering on Freebie and Prime Video on May 9th.